Christ, I'm old. Yeah, uh, welcome back to the Friday Form Panel. Uh, we're through race six. That means we're up to race seven, the anti-penultimate. Three races to go, and this is the third leg of the quaddy. Danamore is into $1.55. I might have been generous at $2. We've only seen three runs, of course, with the behemoth, the Leviathan stable of Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin, and has been dominant in all three wins, but steps up in grade. Now, you spoke about trying to find one to beat... Magnetic Terror. Did you do the same with Dan and Mora? And if so, were you successful, Dan? Yes and yes. Um, well, I think so. I think Lick Breed is going really well as well placed. Um, you know, I'm not a great believer in those ratings, but if you look at that, there's they look pretty lopsided and, and a good um, uh, reason to want to support Lip Breed seemingly down and great. He gets a really good opportunity. He hasn't had a lot of luck. He's probably been obliged to run, to run in races that didn't really suit him and get bad barrier draws. So... This is a really good chance for him each way. I actually thought he might open up silly odds. I thought he might open up even much bigger odds. And, and very quickly, um, he, uh, he he was snapped up from $8. So I, I was on another radio station yesterday alerting people to have a crack early. Uh, whatever a price he is, I think you'll firm up. Well, maybe if you took notice, because he was 8 into 550 really quickly. Um, but maybe that's his right price, because we know the horse. Danamora, clearly the horse to beat, no doubt about that, but um, I'm not that keen at the $1.55. Oh, well, I shouldn't say I'm not that keen, but you can get better a place for Lip Reader, which I am keen on. So 10 on top, three Danamora um, on the upward uh, spiral. Nine Springfield Affair was terrific last week. He seemed to find gate speed. I didn't realise that he, he had, or at least at that level, and he, and he won with a bit of authority. So uh, it's a bit of a, a step up uh, in grade to a degree, but I think he can acquit himself well. And, and Sheffield Sparky got a bit of his old mojo back, and he's another one that can run into the top four. But 10 each way, um, and particularly at that price, and particularly if you got the $8, but um, 10, 3, 9, and 11. Yeah, um, 3, 4, 9, and 10. Um, Lip Breeder being the emergency, he had a, I think I ended up marking it around this price, five dollars or uh, or something similar, maybe a dollar ninety. I'll go for Danamora. I don't, I'm sort of frightened of this race now because I don't I don't know how. Well, with a lot of these horses, um, particularly the ones at Summit Bloodstock, are getting for for Emma Stewart. You kind of don't know how good they are until they lose. Yeah, Dan, do you? I mean, they win like and win and win. Yeah, like Von Art. You sort of you need to find it or Cloud or whoever it might be. You need to find the limit, and then you get an idea because. When, they, when they're sort of coming here and um, and going through the grades on, on low ratings, um, the dominance uh, can either be reflective of an ability that's going to get them to the top level, like a Soho Historia, or the dominance can, you know, it can all fall in a hole at some point. The, the thing about Denimora that I wouldn't take the $1.55, I've got Denimora on top, but the reason I wouldn't take the $1.55 is there's not a lot of gauge speed there. So, and I, I don't know that the lead's necessarily there, I think Major Collective for table to begin quickly might be able to cross everything. I'm not sure they'd be handing up. Um, it could be interesting. It could be interesting. If Denimore is forced to park, it brings a, a couple of second row. I think Sheffield Spark is going okay. Uh, he's not really one of mine, but $15 and $3. Millennium is a is a total mystery to her for Andy Gath because it trolled like a demon. But but th- this is kind of what you were talking about earlier, I reckon, with Millennium, um, where they sort of... It was able to troll really well coming from New Zealand. And sometimes those trolls, particularly when they're just walking and probably running slick last halves, they can be a little bit deceptive, can't they, Dan? Because the three runs we've seen from Melania have, have not set the world on fire. No, and maybe not from this draw as well. I mean, it hasn't been totally bad, no. but not enough for you to want to, uh, to back it or even suggest to someone close to you to have something <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? 
uh, that's probably the most trusting advice you can give when someone real close to you, you want to try to impress, don't you? So the, the, I look at it that way. It's something you think is worth having something on and something that's not, and it doesn't fit that category at the moment. But, um, you know, it's a race something's got to run third or fourth, and they, that was the area that I was struggling to find uh, horses. Danamore, you, you can easily get sucked into a horse with uh, winning form, trained by Emma Stewart, and that's drawn well, but um, uh, look, and it might work out. Danamora might be t- too good anyway. Like, it might well be too good. I just thought it was Lip Reader's race to show what he's got. Is this, um, I think in this sort of level here, is this sort of, is this D-Day for you and Lip Reader? Because you've been, you've been a big fan. Just, you would want to see it, if De- even if Danamora comes out and is outstanding, I, I think you'd, Lip Reader is racing well, but you'd want to see it run a clear second based on your opinion of yep. where he's at, wouldn't you? I tell you what, if he doesn't go any good here, you want to be a lip reader to be uh, <laughs> thinking what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... uh, no, it's his opportunity. And, and look, I can generally make excuses. It's not just based on rating or dropping in class or whatever. He's genuinely, you can pull it apart. You go back through his last six or seven runs, and I reckon you can make a reason why he didn't figure more prominently in almost every one of those runs. Barry Draw's got a lot to do with it. Some of them are the 1,200-metre races. Um, this is the probably the, the best race he's had uh, to be able to show his wares. Yeah, I, look, yeah, you're dead right. And if you're looking for those to play exotics here, I'm thinking Major Collect's got to go in on the... Provo- in fact, I, if you're playing first fours here, there's not many I'd rule out. I'd, I'd nearly, you'd nearly had the lot because Let's Make Tracks was back like it um, couldn't get beaten last uh, last week and then they couldn't get in, stuck three wide. Now, what that's what, what effect that's had on him, I don't know. Jeremy Wells is racing as well as he can, I think. Uh, Major Mel might be the one that you'd leave out, but it's got a soft draw. Sheffield Spark is going okay. The other the other little thing with Melania, and we know that uh, Matty Craven and Andy Gath have been great um, great artists. Um, great purveyors of the 24-hour backup. Well, this is a 72-hour backup. Now, I don't know whether that's Andy saying to the horse, I'll tell you what, if you're not going to drive for me, we're going we're gonna to race you twice in four days and see if we can't get you to switch on or whether, um, wh- whether he really thinks this is going to work for him because it's not quite the 24-hour backup, but Andy's been very, very good. So is Matty Craven, probably a couple of others that I'm leaving out as well, that when they back them up quickly... Yeah, Douglas uh, can work. Yeah, the Douglases. When they back them up quickly, it it can work. In fact, I'm I, particularly on a very very short backup, and I'm even the same with the thoroughbreds. That you you sort of do get sucked in because you think to yourself, well, why are they doing this? Um, so maybe Millennium might improve. Foolish pleasure could even improve. So I think it's going to be um, another tough race to bet into. I'm sticking with Dan Amora. Don't love the price, but totally hear the words that we are hearing uttered from the uh, mouth of Dan Malecki. Now, we've got three <laughs> races to go. Oh, we're not going to get stuck into it yet. We'll wait until uh, we come back from a break. But uh, this Melton Mares Championship is another most intriguing race. Do you want to give us a little spoiler alert as to, well, what's your opinion of Major Grace? Because we're looking at a very similar situation with Major Grace. Yeah, look, you probably, and I might be grossly underestimating Major Grace, but I've got one I'm really confident on. I wish Von Art was in the race. But um, there's one that I can't see missing first or second. 
I reckon it's the same it's one. It's not the favourite. I don't reckon. Hopefully, it's the same one that I've tipped on top. I don't reckon it is. Uh, interesting. It's not so what. Mm. This is oh the, no, no, sorry. Maybe it is. Yeah, I've tipped so what on top. Yeah. Of it. And yeah. Brendan Ewenberg from uh, Sulky App in her first crack at burning questions was basically shaking her head and going, "Well, I just don't understand how it can possibly get beat." So yeah. uh, the ratings... oh, I thought you were angling heavenly charm because of the draw and the penchant for getting on the pegs, because like, we've both gone down that path before with success. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, absolutely so what for mine stood out should be favorite all right we'll be talking about that in just a moment back with more friday form panel and there's going to be a party horse coming up and its name is so what if you want to have a bet now do so three dollars thirty but gamble responsibly back in a minute